Thanks for tuning in to Strap on Your Boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. I'm a successful entrepreneur, award-winning filmmaker, and a guest lecturer at top universities along with Udemy for my course, Startup Essentials. In today's episode, it's the battle of the smartphones. I'm going to give you my opinion as to why I believe iPhone is better than Android. Let's start off with Android as an operating system. Back in 2005, Google bought the programming language called Android from a guy who built it for about $50 million. So remember, Google bought it from a programmer, just some guy who built it. And what they bought was whatever this guy built. It could be anything, right? It's not like a carefully crafted operating system with proprietary technology built specifically for devices like an iPhone. Apple built the operating system, Objective-C, for iPhones, Swift for iPhones, just for iPhones, and like iPads too, of course, and Mac products. But my point is, Mac products are proprietary. They were built by Apple. Android was built by a programmer and Google bought it. And when it comes to Android devices, there are roughly 26,000 unique Android devices, all different name brands, like LG and Nexus and Note and Samsung and Galaxy, and there's just so many of them. There's thousands of them. So it makes it really difficult to have a very stable operating system when there are so many devices using it. And while I'm talking here, there are roughly 21 iPhone models. 21! That's it! And that's why iPhones rarely crash. Androids crash all the time. When I work with my programming teams building apps, we rarely ever have problems when we build iPhone apps. It's when we build Android apps where we have problems, and the problems never end. Android phones are known to crash. Apps are known to crash. Why is that? Well, let's go back to iPhone for a second. iPhone's libraries, which you would consider, let's say they're books. Let's say you go to the library and there are books on your favorite author. You know what those books are going to have in them. You know they're going to be good stories, and you know that you're going to have a good ending for the most part, right? But now if you go to sections where you don't know who the authors are, you don't know what stories you're going to get. They may be very bad stories. They may be poorly written because they're not good authors. Well, that's what happens with Android. You have to work with these open source libraries and Android libraries and frameworks that don't work well. And so they crash all the time. And when you're trying to build an app that does certain things, Android just can't keep up with what you need iPhone has everything that the doctor ordered. In all my years developing platforms, I never built an iPhone and Android app at the same time and was able to complete both at the same time. It always is iPhone gets done and works, and then we work on Android for months trying to fix everything. And this is why every single big company out there, look them all up, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, pick one, look it up. They released an iPhone app first and tested it and used it and raised money with it for at least one full year before even starting to build an Android app. This should tell you something. Why does every big company build iPhone apps first? The answer is simple. iPhones are beautiful products. They work well. They're easy to code for. They don't crash and they are superior technology. I'm going to go through a couple of reasons why. First, one of my biggest things about iPhones that I like is the UI UX, or 
user interface, user experience. When you first turn on an iPhone and you come to the home screen, it's so easy to navigate. The settings are right there. The control screen gives you access to a lot of different features on the phone and swiping left and right between screens and picking app icons and apps you want to open. It's all very fast and easy. That's the key. Easy. Even my 70-year-old parents who are retired know how to use an iPhone. But you give them an Android, they're lost. Androids, their UI UX, it's completely disorganized. No access to much in the control center. Navigating the settings is painful. Even for me being a developer, it's painful. And it's not really easy to customize the way you want to. And I've heard arguments from people, oh, I can do this and I can do it. Fine, you can do whatever you want. You can plug it into a PC, you can change things. But we're talking about you being more of an expert at phones than the regular layman out there, okay? I'm talking now about 99% of the world who is not technology-oriented. iPhones are easier for them to use. The next thing I want to say is the sensitivity, the responsiveness, and the touch on the phones, iPhone is seamless, fast. The touch responsiveness is amazing. Everything seems to work the way you want to. It's basically intuitive. It's like an extension of yourself. Now, when I work on an Android phone, it's slow. It's clunky. The screens crash. Things don't open as quickly as I want them to. Things are not as intuitive. I don't know when something is happening on the phone because it doesn't really show me loading, for example multitasking is a pain. People always wonder how to go back or how to go forward or how to switch screens or how to do things. It's just, it's a nightmare. I am so confused as to how anybody ever likes an Android device. It is just not user-friendly. And the fact that everything is open source for Android, like there's no native libraries really. There are some, but very few. It makes it really impossible to work with. Any developer will tell you Android is a nightmare, but nobody will ever tell you iPhone is a nightmare. Every developer loves building iPhone apps. Why? They look beautiful. They work beautifully. They don't crash. This is one of the things that people need to understand. When you're using a phone, whether an iPhone or an Android, and you say, I love this phone, think about what it took to build everything you're using on that phone and start realizing which one works better when you click on the buttons. Does it work well? Is it fast? Or does it crash? Or does it lag a little bit? Or does it not work the way you want it to? I can never say I have that problem with an iPhone. So then I have people tell me, but Jason, Samsung Galaxy has the best camera. Oh my gee. You guys are crazy. Androids do not have better cameras. I will say they have good cameras. Yes, they do. Because I've seen them take good pictures. But you all get fooled. These Android phone manufacturers have made the screens benefit the camera photos. So when you're looking at the photos on your screen, they look great. But if you send those pictures to other people on other phones or computers even, and you look at them, they don't look that great. They look pretty normal, actually. They look bland. iPhone cameras have two cameras. You can take portraits, which you can only do with expensive DSLR cameras. So it's almost as if you have a lens on your phone and you can take these blurred depth of field photos that I take regularly for my social media, and they look beautiful. iPhone's camera is very intuitive, very quick to open up, lots of features. I'm not saying one camera is better than the other because that's not what this podcast episode is about. This episode is about the phone, the phone itself. The camera is up for debate. 
but I still think iPhone has a better camera because of how intuitive it is and how many features it has. Something else I like about iPhones is that it's all built into the phone. There's no battery compartments. There's no SD cards to add. It's just a phone. Androids, the batteries die. You have to open it up. You have to put in new batteries. You know, it's just when you see stuff like that, it just, to me, it becomes cheap. iPhones are sleek. They feel good in the hands. And they're always innovating. They're always coming up with new ideas for phones to make them as best as possible. And here is my number one reason why I will always prefer iPhone over Android. iPhones save me time. I've done the math. I work literally 80% faster on an iPhone than I do on a computer or an Android phone. One of the main reasons is I have this futuristic personal assistant. Her name is Siri. My name is Siri. In the cloud, everyone's beautiful. And you all know who she is. Wow. Really? It's your opinion that counts. I've written books using Siri, emails, blog articles, journalistic articles, outlines, screenplays, text messages, you name it. I've written so many things using Siri that I've saved so much time from having to sit at a computer with a blank screen and type. Siri has made it so that I have freedom. I can still work without having to use my thumbs to type on a phone screen. So people say, well, I have Google Voice. I've tried it. It doesn't work the same. Again, it's slow and clunky, doesn't always work. It's not as perfect or intuitive. And what I found with the majority of Android phones, believe it or not, is it's not voice enabled. Not every Android phone is voice enabled. At least half of them don't have the option. So you're stuck using the keyboard. That right there is one of the biggest reasons why I think Android is an inferior OS. Having Siri on every single iPhone or at least the ones that support it because the newer ones have it. Maybe the older ones don't. Although I do have an iPhone 4S that has Siri. So we're talking really old. Siri makes my life easier. And in the end, when it comes down to programming and developing these software platforms, it's a no-brainer. iPhone wins every single time. Android will always lose. And not one developer will ever tell you otherwise. And that's why, ding, 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 iPhone wins the battle of the smartphones. I'd love to hear what you think about iPhones or Androids. Tell me in the comments which one you think is better and why. Give me some good reasons. I want to hear them. I hope you learned something in today's episode. If you did, please share it with your friends. If you have a business idea you'd like to pitch to me, you can do so on my website, jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap On Your Boots, available on Amazon and anywhere books are sold. And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy.com. I really do appreciate your support if you decide to donate via PayPal, and I hope you tune into my next episode. 